You're listening to the Veteran Etc. Podcast, as there's always more to be said about a veteran. Join your host, Mike Kim, a veteran, ex-monk, season war trauma therapist, and writer, as he shares his years of research in veteran readjustment culture and the meaning of warrior life. Now, here's your host, Mike Kim. Veteran, etc. This is podcast, live stream at times, an audio essay at times. Ultimately, it's a conversation. It's a conversation involving the lives of veterans, but not just looking at things from a simplistic perspective, but one that goes in deep into the cultural reality of veterans, into the, as I call it, as I've conceptualized it, veteran readjustment culture and its path of looking at the narratives of the daily lives of veterans. Each week, we explore the veteran readjustment life. I'm your host, Mike Kim, and thanks for listening. Today's episode deals with, in the spirit of Christmas, stigmatized populations. And the title of this audio essay is The Veteran as the Stigmatized Citizen. Now, you might wonder, with all the yellow ribbons, with all the thank you for your service, all the TV shows, all the different movies like American Sniper, you're wondering, why would I, Mike Kim, a veteran who served in the military four times, speak on this topic? mention how veterans are stigmatized or are that stigmatized population in America. The great country that we live in, the great patriotic country that we live in, the United States of America. Now, in no way does this episode minimize. It just doesn't minimize the efforts of Americans coming together to serve in foreign lands, as well as serving at home. This essay is not one that bashes the government. This essay isn't the one that bashes different cultural groups, whether white, black, Latino, Asian, Arab, etc. No, this is an essay involving looking at veterans from a perspective of that silent voice. Why would you say this is an issue of the silent voice. I would say that in many ways, the actual veteran within the veteran community has a voice. Only when in our society, there's a war. And since the present war is in the Ukraine, sadly, the U.S. veteran right now, he's quiet in the headlines. He's quiet in cinema. He's quiet in most podcasts. He, she, they, Well, they're just not present in wide society, in the wider society, in the wider culture. Now, why why is that? I don't think it's because there's a vindictive spirit in this country against veterans. And I do think, by and large, out of all veteran communities throughout the world, I believe the United States veteran receives more support than other veterans throughout the world. 
I really do. And with all the problems at the Veterans Affairs, Veterans Administration, with all the problems of nonprofits like a Wounded Warrior Project a while back ago and all their galas and in a questionable monetary, monetary spending. Well, and the challenges of veteran service groups like the American Legion, and particularly the New York Athletic Club post that asked me to go to the Chinatown post after I got back from Iraq and wouldn't allow me to join their post in two, 2011. Yes, that happened. I, I served in Iraq back in 2008, and this particular American Legion post was near my home, and I couldn't even join the American Legion right near my home. Now, all these different problems, and there are many other problems, I don't, well, really own them. I let them go. They're part of reality. But what I think is a challenge for me to let go is this issue of the stigmatized veteran. And this episode, though it's titled The Stigmatized Veteran, it's actually a tribute to a pioneer in the field of ethnography, an independent researcher out of England who has helped me understand more about myself and my academic research than most people in my life. And I have many great people in my life, but this person is the type of person, let me just give you his name, Dr. Alec Grant, is the type of person that you can just call up pretty much at any time and get a response and get assistance. That's right. Throughout my years in trying to produce academic research, when you contact another academic, you're just ignored by and large. Fortunately, with the network sponsoring this show, Veteran Etc., Coming Home Well, we've got PhD academics who you can call and they'll, they'll pick up the phone and help you out. You know who you are. Today, I want to focus on Alec Grant, Dr. Alec Grant out of England who is someone who for years has helped me define what I've wanted to do in regards to empowering the veteran community with my impactful veteran research. Now, Alec Grant hails out of England. He's not just this scholar that comes out of the University of Bolton, you know, with, with decades of, of academic experience, not only that, clinical experience. He's contributed to healthcare on many, many different levels. He's just done it all. And why I connect Dr. Grant's work, his life with today's show is because we're entering Christmas. And, you know, it's not just a time of giving, but I believe it's a time of reflecting. And I'm doing deep reflection. And I, I'm noticing something that during this time of year, I included in my doctoral dissertation proposal. I included Dr. Grant at the end, as I mentioned, the importance of the research methodology called autoethnography. And it is here that Lick Grant shines because who wrote the book, he's in the book, Our Encounters with Madness, he himself discusses this issue of being stigmatized. And this is 
tied to the veteran community. Now, this is reality. Alec Grant is not just a great scholar and a clinician, but he's also a veteran. He's a veteran who served in the RAF, the Royal Air Force. And it's great insight to recognize Dr. Grant's presence, not only in the academic world, but his presence as a veteran in the veteran world and his contribution. When he writes, he writes about those issues that are not seen by most. Let me give you a line that I included from his book. Stigmatized groups or people are labeled as unwanted. They're spoiled identities, giving the justification to be constantly excluding them from full social acceptance and membership in dominant groups. This is out of the 2011 book, Our Encounters with Madness. I think it's important to notice the words, his term, Dr. Grant's term. And what is that term? Spoil identities. I think it, in America, with veterans, in many ways, though we may not want to acknowledge it, but veterans live lives as if they are spoiled and their identity is one of having a spoiled identity. Why do I say that? I say that because re recently there's been a lot of news coverage and African-American veterans being rejected from their disability benefits. Proportionally, it's just been an unjust thing. We've had veterans that from all groups, whether it's black, white, yellow, brown, just experience different things that just, you know, that's not right. Let's look at the life of Chris Kyle, the American sniper, and all the challenges that he went through. And most of them were somewhat glamorized in the movie American Sniper. But for a man with all his flaws, he's a white man. The show isn't just about talking about minorities. But he's a white man who had a lot of struggles as he uh, served his country as an elite Navy SEAL and returned from war and is forgotten. And it's not unless there's a movie called American Sniper that he's forgotten. Or I would say someone else like Robert O'Neill, who was involved in the killing of Osama bin Laden and faced a lot of financial troubles right after his service in Iraq and Afghanistan as a Navy SEAL and retired. And yet, you know, he's doing better now. But if you go back and read some of his writings after he got out of the SEALs, you'll see the challenges that he experienced in his day-to-day -day life as an American after doing so much for this country. And so getting back to the great Dr. Alec Grant, we see that Dr. Grant gives us something important to look at. And that is that there are people walking around, you know, veterans, I think, who are just unwanted. It, it's something that I don't think Americans purposely do. They just want the problem to go away. They want the veteran problem to go away. And that's why I think Alec Grant is a very important person 
because he's writing about people, the unwanted, the mentally ill, the challenged, the colored, the poor. Dr. Grant writes in such a profound way that he's not afraid to share a part of himself, right, in this strict academic setting. He's willing to challenge the system. He's willing to challenge his peers and the dominant culture through his autoethnographic scholarly voice, right? Autoethnography. This is, this is a research method that involves writing from a place, a scholarly place, but when you use your voice as the researcher and you're talking about a problem within society, within the culture, you're within the culture and you're writing about that. And you're not just using yourself, but you're using other acts, you're using documents, you're using art, you're using all kinds of different things. You're using your clinical notes to reflect on ethically and to report ethically and to share ethically as an insider problems of what you're trying to solve. Now, this is unique because usually we have problem solvers in academia, but you'll never truly find the solutions in many ways because they're just stuck in a book. They're not coming out of lived experiences. And this is where we have the value of Dr. Alec Grant, who truly offers something great in his writings. He's got incredible articles. I can't name them all. There, there are so many. And you can just go on Google Scholar and check them out. Just type in Alec Grant. One book that Alec is in that, that truly, truly, well, really touches my heart because Alec is in that book. He's recognized as, as a great scholar, truly a great scholar that he is. You know, an autoethnography an auto of becoming a qualitative researcher, a dialogic view of academic development. And he, he himself is in this book and, and wrote it and had people in this book that truly talk about solving problems, not just by reading a newspaper or reading a book or a scholarly journal, but really engaging the problem as a researcher, as a person with a certain narrative tied to the problem, and a person of action that is, is part of solving that problem in the real world, in the experiential reality. Well, when I look at Christmas and I look at the problems in our society, I want to look at those problems as a veteran. I want to look at those problems from the eyes of other veterans, especially those I'm close to. I want to look at the problems of why veterans struggle with the government, whether it's federal, local, state, to receive support. We're a very wealthy country. If we can send $15 billion to the Ukraine so easily in such a rapid way, then why is it, well, difficult to handle veteran claims in regards to compensating veterans when needed on many levels? Why is it a problem for the civilian community to 
just hire veterans, not talk about hiring veterans, not talk about getting that tax break for hiring a veteran, not stigmatizing as I was when I worked for Jericho Project a long time ago. I took a break from the government and was offered a lot of money. But at the same time, I was not happy because I was stigmatized as a veteran. I was constantly stereotyped as a veteran. I was constantly excluded from being a part of a healthy community in the workplace. I was constantly challenged in this hostile environment because of the insecurity of those who did not serve. And for all the civilians listening, and please know, I don't believe that just because you serve your country as a veteran, that you are just special. I believe you have done a special thing, but you are not special in your service to your country. The civilians I know, know me as someone who honors service in not just military service, but in service on many different levels. And if we look at the life of Alec Grant, we see a life that, well, it's a dance in the realm of being a civilian and also being a veteran. And Alec Grant, Dr. Grant does an incredible job of giving towards the civilian community. And he's done so much to give to me, a veteran of color who is going through academic health. There's light at the end of the tunnel. There is light. And if it were not for Alec Grant, I can truly say that I would be missing out. I would be missing out on a richness. I would be missing out on a passion, help others without asking for anything. This is the type of Alec Grant. This is the type of human being that I, that I present to you. And in 2023, we will be interviewing Dr. Grant. Let's just say that this is going to be something special. And so as we end the year, Merry Christmas and have a great 2023. And Dr. Alec Grant will be part of Veteran Etc. with an interview. And that's great in itself. Veteran Etc. invites you to join us again with your host, Mike Kim, every Sunday. If the content from this podcast is informative to you, please share the podcast with others. Give a like and or post something you learned from the episode on social media. If interested in other truly informative podcasts like Veteran Etc., check out cominghomewell.com for a listing of other veteran-based podcasts. Thank you for tuning in.